Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we'll be hearing music and interviews from an extremely talented native Arkansan who comes from a famed musical family, Mr. J.T. Trawick. In our From the Vault segment, Mark Jones has found an archival recording of one of America's most beloved ballad singers. And author, folklorist, and historian Charlie Sandage continues his quest into what's worth keeping from the past. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Young J.T. Trawick is no stranger to us here at the Ozark Folk Center. Among his many talents, he's a first-rate rhythm guitar player, and for years he's been in high demand to provide backup to the contestants at our annual state fiddle championships. Now he makes his home in Portland, Oregon, where he's been making waves in the lively Northwest music scene. and Shirley. Um, anyway, he picked it up and did it on his own, just played by ear. But, uh, you know, he'd learned from recording tapes, you know, like Herman Johnson and, and other, you know, country tapes and whatever he could get his hands on. 
it was his way of letting off steam, you know. Um, Dad always told me growing up that he'd just go to, he'd get off work and he'd go down to the, to the den or the basement or whatever. He had a room always and he'd just be down there playing. And uh, he never let the kids play. He said he wouldn't let them play. And then uh, if, you know, you weren't supposed to touch the instruments, but he'd leave them out. Um, and, I, and I guess my Uncle Steve was the first to kind of start getting where he could play. And then he heard him and finally was like, well, okay, I guess we're doing this. And then they family band thing recorded in the, 60s or whatever. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and put out a record, recorded down in Russellville. I'm on the committee of the Portland Old Time Gathering out in Portland, Oregon, and uh, somebody who was on that committee showed up at the meeting with the, the Trawicks family record, and he said, are you related to these people? And I just laughed. I said, you see that guy right there? That's my dad. And I said, well, where did you find this? And he said, I found it for sale just a couple months ago at a record shop right here in Portland. Where I said, you're kidding me. 2017. Blew my mind. Oh. <laughs> Somebody 
she's really gone when I see her with somebody else and I know she's really gone well you know my, I just play what I hear and I try to keep the fiddle players happy that's the hardest thing playing from Missouri dances to Ozark square dances and then to you get in Oklahoma and Texas and they want you to play different chords and I've just been doing it so long I guess and you know they're, I'm happiest sitting behind a fiddle player I, the guitar player that was the role of the guitar you know the fiddle was the dance instrument the lead instrument and you might have had a voice but um, you, know, you had to have a rhythm section and, and, and then you get into Texas and you get into the Franklin family who were originally from Arkansas Major Franklin and his, his kids Royce and Ray developed so much of those chord work and just it's not even you know people call it jazz chords but even jazz chords it's just tension and different tensions some people don't like it some people do but it depends on where you're from i think you know if, if you're playing for ozark square dance you play differently you know and um uh, we do that sometimes we, i love playing a good square dance man that's some of my favorite i'm <laughs> playing for a square dance so yeah so so you know being in arkansas it's weird you're stuck between a lot of a lot of good music rich music heritages and uh, I feel just lucky to absorb all of it that I can you know now some folks like the summertime when they can walk about strolling through the meadow green it's pleasant there no doubt but give me the winter time when the snow's on the ground where i found her when the snow's on the ground i'll trace your little footprints in the snow i found your little footprints in the snow lord bless that happy day when nelly lost her way where i found her when the snow's on the ground And to see her, there was a big round moon. Her mother said she just stepped out, but she'll be returning soon. I found her little footprints, and I traced her in the snow. Where I found her when the snow's on the ground. I traced your little footprints in the snow. I found your little footprints in the snow. Lord, bless that happy day when Nelly lost her way. Where I found her when the snow's on the ground. I'll pick it up. in heaven she's with the angel band i know i'm gonna see her in that promised land every time the snow falls it brings back memories where i found her when the snow is on the ground i trace your little footprints in the snow i found your little footprints in the snow lord bless that happy day when nelly lost her way where i found her when the snow's on the ground
footprints in the snow I found your little footprints in the snow Lord, bless that happy day When Nellie lost her way For I found her when the snow's on the ground I found her when the snow's on the ground Well, they think I'm from Alabama. Okay. Because they don't notice the difference in the A's. Um, yeah, Fayetteville's a great town. It's my favorite. Um, just anywhere up in the Ozarks, North, Ar North Arkansas, North Central. That's, that's the best for me. Uh, you know, I lived in Vancouver for a year before I moved to Portland. It's just, I still go to Vancouver. It's just literally right on the other side of the river. It may as well be Portland. What is so interesting to me about the West Coast is uh, Lewis and Clark had a fiddle player on their uh, journey west. He was a French-Canadian fiddle player. They talk about it in their journals. You can read about it, and they even mention some of the tunes that he played. Nobody up there understands the cult. It was settled by the French, the trading company up there. You know, they, they established Vancouver, uh, Fort Vancouver, which is Vancouver, Washington, which is literally just on the other side of the river of the Columbia from Portland. But they established uh, and wintered there at Fort Vancouver National Historic Site. But that was settled by the French. The trading company was based out of there. And um, so I think the fiddling might have been a lot of kind of French influence. Somewhere, driving man, driving man, 
Then there's uh, the Métis people who are associated with Canada. And Métis means the same thing Cajun means, means mixed blood. They play some, but it's a mixed blood with the natives up there. And they played some really interesting, uh, like Reel of Eight and Hunt the Buffalo. They're just in weird time signatures that you can't, I don't know if you, you can probably write them down, but that you don't want to write, you can't write folk music down. It's an oral tradition. You know, it's an oral tradition. <laughs> There's only one way to learn that stuff. And unless you can record it, you know, a lot, Lomax got as far west as maybe like Austin, Texas or something. The first fiddle recording we're aware of, was, or first commercial, was Eck Robertson in 1922. He recorded Arkansas Traveler and Sally Good, and he happened to be an Arkansasier, but he was from, living in Texas. I've read the documentary or, or the memoirs of an Arizona fiddler named K.C. Karchner, it's a great read, but he recorded in 1914. That's 12 years before Eck Robertson. 12 years, or, or, or I'm sorry, uh, eight years. I can't do math, however many that is, 1914. J.T. Trawick recorded live on the stage at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. J.T. was joined by Alex Sharps on fiddle and Bill Nesbitt playing bass. We heard, I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart. I know she's really gone. Bill Monroe's Footprints in the Snow, followed by Traveling Man Blues and a little bit of Faded Love. We'll be back with more of J.T. Trawick after this break and a trip down to the vault for a visit with the ever-interesting Mr. Mark Jones. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Many of you have met my friend Mark Jones before on our radio show, but uh, for you who have not, he's the guy who keeps track of all of our recordings we've made over the last 40 years here at the Ozark Folk Center. Let's go down and see him now. Hey, Mark. Hi, Dave. So glad to see you. Well, good to see you. I was telling the folks a little bit about you and then your interesting place you've got down here. All these shelves lined with all these recordings. It's amazing, Dave. All the treasures you walk through, you can walk by and look at all these names on these boxes. And uh, it just brings back a lot of old memories. Yeah, a lot of them names of people who are long gone now. That's right. I run into this one, and I don't know if you've ever heard this old hymn called From Jerusalem to Jericho. I don't think I have. Well, it's a nice, nice old hymn, and Miss Almeida Riddle is singing it, and your buddy, Jim Lansford, is on this playing guitar with her. That's unusual for Almeida to have any accompaniment at all. She was usually an a cappella singer. That's true. That's true. Well, I would like to hear that. All right, let's listen to it. Jerusalem to Jericho, a thoughtless lad to go, thinking only about himself and the things on earth below. He fell among the thieves that didn't believe in him to die, and none was near to offer aid or hear that feeble cry. Come on, help me. Then who? Then who? Tell me who? Tell me. Neighbor kind and true From Jerusalem to Jericho Traveling every day And many are the wounded ones That lie beside the way From Jerusalem to Jericho The priest and Levi went Thinking only about themselves And on a selfish mission bent They saw the wounded traveler, they heard the feeble cry, and although they both did pity him with pride that passed him by, then who, who, tell me who, who, oh, who is a neighbor kind and true? From Jerusalem to Jericho, we're traveling every day, And many are the wounded ones that lie beside their way. Then from Jerusalem to Jericho, but in coarser garments clad, there came the good Samaritan, he great compassion had. He went unto the traveler, he gave him of his store. And from that scanty purse we see he still provides him more. Then who, who, tell me who, oh, who was a neighbor kind and true? From Jerusalem to Jericho we're traveling every day. And oh, many are the wounded ones that lie beside the way. One more time. Then who, oh, tell me who, oh, who will be a neighbor kind and true? 
Far from Jerusalem to Jericho, we're traveling every day. And many are the wounded ones that lie beside their way. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Oh, boy, Almeida had a voice all her own, didn't she? She sure did. You know, for people who haven't heard of Almeida, she was really a pretty famous ballad singer, not only in Arkansas, but all around the country. She, in fact, um, appeared at the original Newport Folk Festival back in, I think, 64, the same festival where Bob Dylan was there and Peter, Paul, and Mary, and and, and there was old Almeida on stage. Right, right. You know, if you, you just pictured the Ozark Mountains, and in the distance you could hear somebody singing some of the ballads and all that came from this part of the country, you'd have to picture Almeida because she came from here and just absolutely had the most unique style. Yep, she was one of the last of the ballad singers, the ladies who learned all their songs by the oral tradition and learned them from their mothers and grandmothers and, and passed it on. A, a wonderful woman, Almeida Riddle. That's true. I, I think she did a great job. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. It was great to hear this memory from the past. Thank you, Dave. Being an offspring of the legendary Trawick folk music family of the Ozarks, J.T. Trawick grew up immersed in traditional music. Specializing in guitar, vocals, and mandolin, J.T. has performed and worked with some of the premier musicians of our generation. Let's go back down to the stage for more from this outstanding young performer. We're going to do you another peppy number, if that's all right. Here's one I learned from Tim O'Brien, tune called Look Down That Lonesome Road. Tell my story before I forget Look down that lonesome road Before you travel on I hate to say goodbye While you say so long Say I'll keep on drinking Long as life keeps hitting hard Drink will help you to take it Long as they make whiskey We'll all continue here to drink it Well some folks have to slow down If they're maimed or lame Other folks keep moving They keep a rocking on just the same well, I walk like an old fox And I shake my big old tail Though there's a hellhound He's sniffing on my trail Look down that lonesome road Before you travel on See the way that man 
pride Seems just like a sin That horse is broken too He lost his coveling pen Under there's a man coming Bless his poor heart, son His head's all empty His bread is just not done Look at that old mule there The one with one lap left He's about half blind But there's work in that mule, yeah He'll pull a heavy load, boy Well, I know him well They never to give that mule no back a bell Look down that lonesome road Before you travel on My head said goodbye I'll just say so long Good again, This old dog make real sure he's dead. You'll find another dog gonna hang your little head. Be a lot of living after I am gone. I'll leave a little for you, son. Come get your share done. Look down that lonesome road before you travel on. I hate to say goodbye, so I'll just say so long. Look down that lonesome road before you travel on. I hate to say goodbye, so I'll just say so long. Uh, the whole idea of old-time fiddling, I think of it more as a regionality of fiddling. Uh, there is a style of music that has developed called contest-style music. It's very arranged, and it's very perfect. And, you know, fiddling, the problem is the contests have to change. They have to make the fiddle players fiddle and show them what they can do. And then you've got to get good judges that know what's up. And they do a good job in Texas and Oklahoma. And there's a good one up in Branson, Missouri, and, of course, here, Arkansas. Uh, there's some good contests around this part of the world that say. are perpetuating real regional fiddle styles. You know, that is definitely an old-time fiddle style that ain't a contest style. You've got to be able to play a hoedown, you know, and, and do the simple stuff good and play with the right drive and uh, all that stuff's important. It's all old-time fiddling somewhere. It's telling the stories. These are stories. These ain't exercises. These kids need to hear that it ain't about winning a contest. It's about the culture and at the campfire playing till 3 or 4 in the morning and having a good time. You know, it's it's a cool thing. You know, it's a, it's a culture. It's a thing. Uh, this song's from Shirley, Arkansas, and uh, written by my late grandfather, Kay Trawick. My grandma, Vita Joe, is in here somewhere. Send this out to her. You're awesome. The yellow leaves of autumn bring sadness to my heart. The end of summer's beauty seems to say that love is like a blossom to bloom one standing part The only one I love walked out today Yellow leaves Yellow leaves No longer do I hear the songbirds call The meadow brown reflects sorrow of this heart of mine and the yellow leaves of autumn start
autumn breeze is blowing as I sit here all alone wondering why our love should end this way well I guess it proves the saying that I've heard for so long that all good things come to an end someday Yellow leaves, yellow leaves. No longer do I hear the songbirds come. The meadow brown reflects the sorrow of this heart of mine, and the yellow leaves of autumn start. fiddle players were out west uh, they have regional fiddling cultures that have literally died because uh, you know everybody out there in the west coast they want to play kentucky tunes or north carolina tunes and and they're like this is old time fiddling and it's like come on guys there's no say old time fiddling is what the old people played in your area the songs they played the way they played them uh, it's not just Appalachian style. I think old-time fiddling happened everywhere. Everybody's got old-time. It's what the old-timers played, you know. If you're from Louisiana, you're going to sound different than somebody from, uh, you know, Fort Vancouver who came over with Lewis and Clark. But that's the regional, and you, you obviously somebody's going to learn a tune from you. It's a story. You're supposed to tell a story, and you're supposed to learn from each other and get together and pass it on. And hey, let's play that. How do you play that tune? That was a cool lick. I thought, hey, that sounded pretty cool. I think I'll try that. And all of a sudden, the you know, it, and you keep the melody in there, and and then you know that's how it's all passed on. And people out there don't get it. They keep going to they'll go to sheet music because there's no recorded history of it. But well, that's how that was written. A couple of tunes I wrote called Boston Town and Dixon Street Breakdown. Hope you enjoy. I'm headed back to Boston, gotta catch that gal before she leaves. She's leaving on that train, headed out of town. Her blue eyes and her brown hair, she's the sweetest thing you ever did meet. Like to take her for my own bike in Boston town. Go! Thank you. 
she's trying to get away from Just this old town and Lord, she's gotta be free Her blue eyes and her brown hair She's the sweetest thing you ever did meet I'd take her for my own bike in Boston town On my bike and a home to ten. It ain't much, but I guess it's all I really need. Her blue eyes and her brown hair, she's the sweetest thing ever did me. I'll never have it for my own bike in Boston town. More good tunes from J.T. Trawick. In that set, J.T. and his band played Look Down That Lonesome Road, followed by a composition written by J.T.'s grandfather, K. Trawick, The Yellow Leaves of Autumn, and lastly, one of J.T.'s originals, a medley of Boston Town and Dixon Street Breakdown. After this break, guest host Charlie Sandage will continue his series about what's worth keeping from our past. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Charlie Sandage has been involved with the Ozark Folk Center for many years, serving as the first program director when we opened up back in 1973. In this episode, Charlie speaks with members of a nomadic recreational vehicle community on the question, what's worth keeping from our past and the rapidly evolving culture of our present? Here's Charlie. For 
one interview around the theme named What's Worth Keeping, what, out of all the focus on tradition at the Ozark Folk Center and in the town of Mountain View, Arkansas, is of any value to the wider world in the 21st century, I ventured into a certain community within the Mountain View community. We have RV parks, some small, some that spread over acres. Between late spring and the end of autumn, the town's population expands dramatically, mostly because of regulars who come again and again. I sat down with Rich and Gail Oskins from Gray Summit, Missouri, Bill and Joy Hopkins of Monticello, Florida, and Bill and Susan McFarland, who live in Columbia, Missouri. I expected to hear talk about the music and crafts, the mountains and the river, but what came up first and repeatedly was something else. Rich Oskins. It's a community. It's a community within the RV park. People come from all over the central and even as far away as Florida to spend time with us. But we've also been absorbed somewhat into the community of Mountain View. And Gail Oskins. It's a community here at the Folk Center, too, though. You know, you, you come early to the shows and you visit with everybody that's sitting here, you know, and, and it's, just, it's just like a family. It really is. And Joy Hopkins. This is a sense of community and acceptance not only the RV park where we all kind of get to know each other after being there for a while, but the artisans in the Folk Center, as well as the musicians in the community are all very welcoming. And it's a sense of um, inclusiveness that you don't find in a lot of places. It's family, it's family. Absolutely, it feels like family. That was Bill Hopkins adding the kind of comment that was repeated throughout an hour of conversation. Acceptance, openness, accessibility. The music is a bond. The work of crafters and artisans is valued. The town and its setting are important. But just being part of a community is what brings these people back year by year. But make no mistake, the bonding here often starts around music, and with every person in this conversation, the mountain dulcimer, Susan McFarlane. When we first came, I bought a dulcimer at Silver Dollar City. It was not an expatent. <laughs> bought a dulcimer, and we were playing it from a book, and somebody said, oh, you play a dulcimer. Do you go to Mountain View, Arkansas? We said, Mountain View what? You know, we, we had no idea that this place existed. And we came down for workshops here at the Folk Center. And I was working, and so we could only come in the summer, so we'd come for a three-day workshop once a year, you know, for a couple of years. And then we decided we'd stay a little longer, you know, and then we'd stay nine days, and then we'd stay two weeks. And it never seemed to be enough, you know. There was always, there's so much to do here, but when you try to explain that to people back home, it's hard, it's hard to put it into words. Another theme that emerged seemed like an ironic twist on oral tradition, something scholars of folklore like to talk about. It's the process of passing on a skill or a bit of lore, anything from the words to an old ballad to using a fro to make cedar shake singles or knowledge about native plants, and doing it directly, person to person, perhaps generation to generation. They've seen that happen here, and they've learned to practice it among themselves. 
Conversation about that phenomenon led to talk about an annual dulcimer gathering in their RV park that the residents themselves fostered. I think that's what our dulcimer gathering that we have at the Ozark RV park has surprised people uh, with its value. We don't, first of all, it's free. Therefore, there's no money to hire any professionals to come in and teach. So we don't have recognized uh, instructors. So what are the workshops made of? They're made of individuals who learned something maybe last year who are willing to pass it on this year to someone who doesn't know that yet. It might just be a tune or it might be a technique or it might be a harmonica. It's valued in the fact that somebody took the time to share that with a group of six or eight other people who maybe next year will come back and share something that they've learned with six or eight people. A perfect description of how the artifacts, musical and otherwise, of the traditional Ozark culture were learned and passed along over generations. These folks are all grandparent age, and they certainly have their own families, but when it comes to watching the next generation of young people in this community take up the traditions, they don't make any such distinctions. I find we have a sense of pride in the community as well. You know, when, when I talk about Mountain View, I talk about the Music Roots program. You know, I talk about how we've watched these kids grow over the years from one season to the next and how musically they just blossom over the winter. And next year you think, wow, have they taken a major step up. And there's this sense of pride in what is happening with, with the kids in the community as well. Yeah, and They're our kids. When we come here, we adopt them and we follow them. Uh, even off season, we follow a lot of them. And then when we come back, it's like a reunion. In one way or another, the conversation kept finding its way back, the way a place in a music circle or a chance to learn one-to-one -one from a crafter or just a seat on a front porch is open, perhaps in a way that is harder and harder to find in other places with a different mindset. This is what our group in the RV park found to be worth keeping and worth passing along to their own children. Our daughter and son-in-law just uh, visited here last week. They're, they live in Cape Cod. And our daughter's been hearing about Mountain View for the past 11 years that we've been coming here. She's never been here. When they came, they just couldn't believe this place. There was no way that we could describe it. They had to feel it. Before they got home, I got a text, we're planning next trip. Thanks, Charlie. One tradition of Southern mountain music, and I think of the Ozarks in particular, is that of music being passed down through generations. The Trawick family is a great example of this. Just about any Trawick you run into is proficient at one or more stringed instruments. Maybe it's in the genes, I don't know, but I do know that JT is a mighty fine picker.
read music is a is a great thing you know it's not a bad thing at all uh, benny thomason did that a lot of people do that and they bring new tunes to the table and then they put groove into them and then put their own little nuances and things in there and tricks bowing tricks that they've learned from their next door neighbor or down the road that's how it works it's about the instrument not the tunes i mean but then it's about the tunes because you know somebody wrote them like that chuck in the bush which is an east texas tune and I've heard people say, well, this is the old time version and they're, they're doing good to get their two or three fingers where they can't get their pinky in there. And that's how he originally wrote that tune, you know, with that big on the G string that with his pinky on there, you know, but some people think virtuosity shouldn't be a part of old time fiddling, Quote but it's all right. old time fiddling somewhere. It's all, you know, I think a better term is regional fiddling. You, when you come to Arkansas and just get out a little bit you can really learn that it's all old time somewhere it's just regionality and personality individuality art center is it's dawning on me how lucky we are to have this and jimmy driftwood worked his tail off to make it happen and and uh we're just so lucky to have have this and keep it passed on you know it's a living breathing thing and a lot of people try to put it in a library and think it's dead and this is how that was played no it was recorded that way but if you met that guy he'd say well that's how i'd do it 
you know, and then he'd want you to do your own thing with it, you know. And this whole thing and everybody playing together, that's, I think that started happening in the 1980s maybe, maybe a little bit before that, 60s, I don't know. But, you know, you listen to those old recordings and how many fiddle players do you hear on there? One, maybe two. You don't hear a fiddle orchestra playing those fiddle tunes. You're supposed to take it. Sp- you can learn a tune that way, but then you're supposed to take it and take it to your community and play for your dances. <laughs> and then teach, show other people, well, that's how I play that tune. That's how I learned, I learned it from... Dave Smith, you know, because that's how he played it. And then I, that's kind of did my own kind of thing with it. But And that's how the tradition is passed on. Oh, yeah. What I like about the sack. Let's go back to Alabama. Let's go see my dear old mammy. She's frying eggs and cooking eggs. See, that's what I like about the South. There you won't make no mistake. And your nerves are never shaky. You should taste that layer cake. See, that's what I like about the South. Got baked ribs and candy jams, little sugar cured Virginia ham, a basement full of them berry yams, and that's what I like about the South. Down where the cane grows tall, down where they say you all just walk on in with that southern draw. That's what I like about the South. I'm not here to criticize, and I sure ain't here to sympathize. They don't give me them no good lies, cause a lying gal I do despise. Down where the cane grows tall, <laughs> down where they say you all. Walk on in with that southern drawl, and that's what I like about the South. comes old Bob with all the news, his little box back coat and his button shoes. He's paid up with his union dues, and that's what I like about the South. I'm not here to criticize, and I'm not here to sympathize. Don't tell me them no good lies, cause a lying gal I do despise. Portland, Oregon resident and Arkansas native J.T. Trawick, along with Bill Nesbitt and Alex Sharps, playing Little Sally Jones, The Waltz You Save for Me, and That's What I Like About the South. Thanks for listening to our show this week. We'll be back next week with more good music on Ozark Highlands Radio. On behalf of Jeff, Darren, and the rest of the crew, this is Dave Smith. Have a great week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. 
Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.